Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, July the 27th, 2023, and hope you're having a great day today. Hope you're having a good week, heading towards the weekend, the final weekend in July. Man. Um, and I think, uh, at least in this area, we've got one more weekend after this before school starts. So summer is winding down, at least the uh, the school summer. Obviously, summer proper doesn't end until September, usually around 22nd or so. 20, 22nd of September is actually when summer ends and fall begins. But uh, but yeah, but the uh, you know basically for all practical purposes, summer is starting to wind down. Most vacations are done by now, or are pretty much wrapping up. Now it's focused on getting things ready for school, buying those school supplies and school clothes. This, which is an interesting thing for us, this is our first year, man. This since our son, youngest son, is going to college this year. Uh, this is the first year we are not part of that. You know, the school supplies gathering and the school clothes purchasing and um, school, uh, you know getting your class schedule and your, you know, your homeroom teacher assignment and all that stuff. And then shortly after the first of the school year, then you get your orientations and your open houses. And yeah, so different, different for the Rollins. And Chrissy was thinking about just going out to buy some school supplies. Just, just cause, just cause. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing it for 25 years. It's just kind of weird to, you know, just quit cold turkey like that. So buy a binder or something. <laughs> uh, so anyway, different time, man, different time for us. So, um, yeah. So anyway, the purpose for our podcast today is to finish up 1 Corinthians. Today we're 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Uh, we jump right over to Second Corinthians after we wrap this up uh, in our daily readings. So we'll, next time together, we'll be with First Second uh, Corinthians chapter one. Um, yeah. So I um, I will put out a podcast tomorrow, a pre-recorded podcast of Second Corinthians chapter one, and then on Monday we'll be back live. Um, you know, with all fresh new stuff for this uh, uh, for Second Corinthians, but. Yeah, so keep an eye out for tomorrow's podcast. It will be out for Second uh, Corinthians chapter one. Um, one of the times we read it together before. All right, so let's do First Corinthians chapter sixteen. We're wrapping it up. Remember, Paul is writing from the city of Ephesus uh, to the Corinthians. Uh, Paul made an, an initial visit to the, to Corinth in his one of his early, his early missionary journey, and so he's now from Ephesus writing to them because he's heard of some issues that are starting to arise within the congregation. And so 
he writes this letter, and now he's wrapping it up, just kind of uh, concluding remarks in this, uh, in this installment of the correspondence. All right, let's do it. You know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. Pretty short chapter, um, so yeah, should go pretty quickly today. We'll see. Now about the collection for the Lord's people. Do what I, do what I told the Galatian churches to do. All right, so it's about the offering here. Like, how, what's the proper way to do, you know, the offering? On the first day of the week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income. It's a tithe, right? Set aside a portion. It's not a set amount. It's a portion. What's the portion? The portion is 10%. Um, the, you know, that's the, the teaching. So set that aside, portion of your income, so that when I come, uh, oh, man, my eyes. Uh, each one should set aside some money and keep it with their income, saving it up so that when I come to, damn, my eyes, guys. Um, so when I come in, come to collect, collections, seriously, can't hardly read this. So when I come, no, oh, no collection. All right. So when I come, no collections will have to be made. Then when I arrive, I will give letters of instructions to the men you approve and send them with your gift to Jerusalem. Oh, okay. So right here, he's also talking about uh, the... Uh, the gift that he was collecting for Jerusalem, who were in uh, experiencing hardship. And so as he's, um, he's encouraging the Corinthians here to be participate in that, in that offering. And so when he comes to visit, he can so put that money aside so that when he comes to visit, they won't have to do a special offering. They will have already saved up that money for this, this, uh, this relief offering for Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, then when I arrive, I will give letters of instruction to the men you approve and send them with your gift to Jerusalem. So he'll send some people to Jerusalem to deliver the gift. If it seems advisable for me to go also, they will accompany me. So if I need to go, I'll, I'll, I'll tag along as well. Personal request is the heading for this next portion. After I go through Macedonia, I will come to you for I will go, or I will be going through Macedonia. Perhaps I will stay with you for a while or even spend the winter so that you can help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you now and make only a passing visit. I hope to spend some time with you if the Lord permits. Okay, so he's like, I could go now, but I wouldn't really be able to spend much time with you. So just in terms of just logistics, uh, I'm going to wait and visit you later where I can actually spend some more time with you, maybe even the entire winter. Um, this will become an issue later on. In 2 Corinthians, he'll pick this up again, because some people apparently didn't like that. They didn't like the fact that he didn't come, and they made some assumptions about why he did not come. And so Paul will address that in the next correspondence to the Corinthians. It was a tenuous relationship, guys. It was a, it was a tenuous relationship between the Corinthians and Paul, for sure. When Timothy comes, see to it that he has nothing to fear while he is with you, for he is carrying on the work of the Lord. 
Well, Timothy was a timid little feller, right? He was a timid little feller, feller. So Paul always had to kind of encourage Timothy, right? Not to be afraid, right? That God doesn't give a spirit of fear, but a power of love, sound of mind. That comes from a letter Paul wrote to Timothy. Um, fan into flame the gift of God that is within you, as Paul, again, encouraging Timothy. And here he's saying, when Timothy comes, don't scare the little booger. Don't scare him. <laughs> he's timid. <laughs> You know, there's personalities like that. You know, some people, they're just, they're timid. You got to be careful with them. You got to be careful. If you come down too hard on them, if you're managing, if you're a manager or a leader of people, of a personality like that, kind of like that golden retriever personality, super loyal, super kind, not the fastest mover, but, but lovable, you know, come here, boy, you're a good boy, you know, that kind of personality. You got to be careful when you come down on those people because they, just like a golden retriever. What happens when you yell at a golden retriever? They talk, they, they, they kind of, they kind of shrink, shrink, and they don't want to look at you and they feel they look like they're crushed. Their spirits crushed because they don't want that. They, they want to make sure you, that you like them. And then if they, and if they think you don't like them, that, that tortures them. I, I feel, I feel like Timothy probably was a golden retriever, very likable. Uh, good heart, loved Jesus, uh, but was easily timid. And so here Timothy is saying, uh, Paul is saying, when Timothy comes, uh, make sure he has nothing to fear while he's with you, for he always, he's carrying the work of the Lord. He's working hard. Be nice to the little feller, just as I am. No one then should treat him with contempt. Send him on his way in peace, so that he may, he may return to me. I am expecting him along with the brothers. Yeah. He's Paul, nice, nice words of uh, just making sure Timothy's taken care of, right? Take care of, take care of my, my protege here, my boy. He's like a son to me. Make sure he's good. Now, about our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to go to you with the brothers. He was quite unwilling to go now, but he will go when he has the opportunity. So I tried, to t I tried to get Paulos to go and see you guys, but he was not on board with that. And so he'll go when he has an opportunity. <laughs> uh, he'll I'll go an hour or two. Which, um, strong move by Apollos there, right? Like, I'll go when I'm ready. Which, by the way, sometimes, um, this is an interesting little thing. You know, sometimes, you know, we get anxious about things and, stress out about things. Uh, and sometimes that is related to uh, the pressure to get things done quick. Uh, and sometimes we have to evaluate whether getting it done quick is really necessary. There are times we have built in, and I do this, built in my mind, I got to do this quick. I got to get this done, get this off my plate. And you got to, and sometimes that adds pressure, but that could be a self-imposed pressure that really isn't based in anything other than an internal clock um, in your own mind. And so sometimes you got to ask yourself, is this really got to be done like right now? And maybe someone else is, well, can pressure you. Are you done with that? Are you done with that? You know, you can take control of your life and control of your schedule by just responding to them. It will be ready when it's ready. <laughs> I'm working on it. It will be ready when it's ready. Not to be rude, but to take control of your time, you know. Because sometimes, what we do, what do we do? We feel the pressure to do that, and so we'll say, "Okay, I'll have it to you by noon." 
well, that's unrealistic. Or I'll have it to you by tomorrow. I'll have it to you by the end of the week. And depending on what all you have going on that week and depending on how big of a project that is, that's unrealistic. And now you've put an incredible amount of internal pressure that really is not necessary when you could just say, I'm working on it and it will be ready when it's ready. There it is. <laughs> that's what Apollos did. He said, I'm not going to come. I'm not coming. I know you want me to come to Corinth right now. I'm not coming right now. And when I get an opportunity, I'll come. I'll come when I come. <laughs> uh, verse 13, be on your guard. Stand firm. I'm sorry. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Now he's, now he's back to charging the church, right? He's encouraging the church. This is some takeaways here. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Do everything in love. Mm. That's a good uh, word for you today and for me today. Let's go out. Let's be on our guard. What? Be on our guard from what? Temptation, from um, uh, destructive thoughts, discouraging thoughts, bad attitudes, uh, people that can push the, your buttons. Be on guard. Um, be on guard against lies and uh, uh, untruths. And stand firm. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Go out. You know, cour courage is something we choose, right? Choose today to be courageous. And let's be strong. And in everything, in love. Do everything in love. You know that the household of Stephanus, Stephanus uh, were the first converts in Achaia. And they have devoted themselves to the service of the Lord's people. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to submit to such people and to everyone who joins in the work of the who and the work in the work and who labors in it. Hmm. So support them. You know, encourage them. Support those who labor in the in the work of the Lord. I was glad when Stephanus. I was, I was glad when. Man, I am sorry, guys. Fortunate and I was I was glad. Oh, okay, I got you. Look at the beginning of a sentence. <laughs> My eyes are not good. I was glad when Stephanus, uh, Fortune, Fortune. Oh, that was the first name here. Uh, Fortunatus and uh, Achaicus arrived. So when I, he was glad when those three arrived because they have supplied what was lacking from you. All right, for they refreshed my spirit and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. All right. So I don't know what all that means. Maybe they uh, provided um, encouragement that he didn't get from the Corinthians. Maybe they, incur maybe they uh, provided for him physically, like financially, which the Corinthians were not willing to do. Um, and so he's thanking those three men in sort of a and a backhanded kind of chastisement of the Corinthians. Uh, the churches in the province of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the Lord, and so does the church that meets at their house. All the brothers and sisters here send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand. 
it was believed that Paul's eyesight maybe wasn't that great. And so a lot of times, and it wasn't uncommon to have someone uh, that would dictate for him. That was not uncommon. Um, and so generally that someone else would actually write it. Paul would tell them what to write and they would um, transcribe what he would tell them. Um, but here he's writing the greeting with his own hand. If anyone does not love the Lord, let that person be accursed. Love of the Lord is everything. And then this last verse, this last part, it's Maranatha, right? Come, Lord. Maranatha. What a beautiful prayer. Come, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Some of you will be sitting in a meeting today, and it's the longest meeting of your life. It's boring. You're like, why am I here? And you'll be like, Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus. You'll say it. You'll say it under your breath. Maranatha. And people will be like, what did you say? Uh, nothing, nothing. Maranatha. What is that? Huh? Mary what? Nothing. Don't. Nothing. It's come, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but it's a prayer. It's a deep prayer. Honestly, a beautiful prayer. It's a prayer for the coming of Lord, the Lord. I want to be with you, Jesus. I, Jesus, come. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Wow. Well, that's the first kind of... Uh, of the correspondences that we have with the Corinthians. And as I said, it's a continual and contentious uh, relationship of, uh, of correction, of encouragement. Um, and so Paul's heart was for them in a deep way. But great takeaways for us today, you know, to stand firm in the Lord, to uh, in everything, do everything in love, um, and to... Uh, to have that little prayer on our, on our, in our hearts sometimes. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. Yeah, so good stuff, good stuff. All right, you guys, well, thanks for taking this journey through 1 Corinthians. I hope uh, the Lord has spoken to you through his word today. Maybe there's a part of that we read or spent some time on or maybe something that stood out to you. Sorry about the reading, like my eyes. Man, I'm going to get a lamp over here. It's hard for me to see sometimes. Um, but I feel like Paul, right? <laughs> But you guys are awesome. I hope, hope the, again, I hope the Lord spoke to your heart today and encouraged you not only through uh, chapter 16, but through the entire uh, letter of 1 Corinthians. Again, we'll start 2 Corinthians chapter 1 tomorrow in a pre-recorded uh, podcast and then back together uh, with new stuff on Monday. So you guys have a fantastic weekend. All right, you guys, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for this journey through uh, this epistle to the Corinthians. And uh, Lord, we pray that you would not only, uh, that we would not only hear your word, but apply it to our lives. So God, today we choose to be courageous. We choose to be on guard. We choose to do everything in love. And uh, Lord Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. I pray for my friends today. May you bless and encourage and strength, strengthen each and every one of them. May you enable them to see how much they are dearly loved by you. I ask it in the strong and beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, my friends. Thanks so much for being on today. Thanks for spending this uh, week in 1 Corinthians with me. Really appreciate that. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast. That means a lot. helps to build this uh, podcast community. I really appreciate it. If you got time, jump over to Apple uh, Music and go to the podcast show and leave a comment. You know, it doesn't have to be long, just a few words about how this podcast encourages you, what it means to you. And uh, that helps it 
to be found by other people. So thanks so much. All right, you guys have a fantastic time. We'll see y'all next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.